listeners, it's Jenny. I'm excited to share with you a preview of a new podcast I think everyone should hear. It's called Getting Even, hosted by the American icon Anita Hill. On the show, Anita talks with trailblazers who've taken risks to make our society more equal. She speaks with people like Misty Copeland on the ways her body's scrutinized and held up against white standards, as well as Nicole Hannah-Jones, who takes a look at solutions to the inequity that characterizes the United States education system. You'll hear stories from their lives and their work, and amazing lessons about breaking the rules and forging our own paths to equality. Now here's a preview of Anita's conversation with Kimberly Crenshaw, the legal scholar who coined the terms intersectionality and critical race theory. We've previously highlighted Kimberly's work on Womanica. The two discuss Kimberly's upbringing during the civil rights era and how her personal experience with racism motivated her to study law. Listen now and find more episodes of Getting Even with Anita Hill wherever you get your podcasts. You are one of the legal scholars who developed critical race theory uh, beginning when you were in law school. Mm-hmm. Is that yeah. correct to say? It is correct to say. It, you know, funny you should you should say that. My mic is sitting here on the critical race theory book as we speak. <laughs> it's the foundation of everything, right? The, the it's critical the foundation. race foundation. Can you talk about how your early education got you to thinking about race, gender, and the law? Mm. Well, you know, Anita, it's not even my early education. It's sitting at the dinner table. My mother was what we might call a race woman of the 20th century. She was born and raised in Canton, Ohio, and partly because her father was the town's physician, they weren't constrained by concerns that many other folks had to worry about, that if they demanded their equal rights, they would lose jobs. I mean, that was the reality. If you try to disrupt or demand right to sit in a movie theater and not have to go up to the segregated section, your right to sit at a soda fountain, your right to swim in the pool, the way that that segregation was reinforced in in the North was through economic punishment. And because they relied on the Black community for their livelihood, they at the same time were freer to demand certain rights. So my mom, her first uh, civil rights action was as as a three-year-old integrating the the waiting pool. And she she talks about remembering what happened when they decided to drain the pool with her in it. (laughs) She said she was like splashing around and the water kept getting lower and lower until it was sucked down the drain. And her mom gathered her up, went to uh, the neighborhood, got a whole bunch of other black kids, went and got swimming suits and went right back and jumped back into the pool that had been refilled. That was sort of where she came from. And at our dinner table, we heard these stories. I was raised in the town that she grew up in. The history was built in the geography everywhere we went. That was the place that didn't want to serve us at the counter. That was the movie theater that didn't want to let us sit where we wanted to sit. So I grew up with a sense of what had been done to, to us and a sense that we were in the process of undoing it. 
this was in the middle of this the civil rights era. So that was the conversation at the dinner table. And so going to school was a process of trying to figure out, well, why aren't we talking about this? Mm-hmm. A, a lot of my childhood was trying to navigate how to think about this thing that happens, this thing called racism, through the experience of my being a girl who is subjected to racism. Mm -hmm. So by the time I got to uh, Cornell, you know, I knew what I wanted to study and my eyes were continuously open to the fact that this thing called racism is not just about people with a bad heart. It's not about people who don't like us because of our skin color. It's about deeply structured ways in which disadvantage functions. It's about the historical ways that those platforms of advantage and disadvantage can reproduce themselves without anybody intending to do it. it. It's just the way things are. And I wanted to go to law school because I wanted to understand how to dismantle the things that are just kind of built in. So it, it came from family. It came from growing up. It came from being at, in Africana studies and then deciding that law school was the place where I'd be able to develop the tools to do something about it. That was a preview of the new podcast from Pushkin Industries, Getting Even with Anita Hill. You can hear more episodes wherever you get your podcasts.